Warning, the podcast you are about to hear is often based on true events and people. It chronicles the dialogue and actions of random, anonymous, obnoxious, self-entitled, unintelligent, self-centered idiots, attention whores, ignoramuses, dolts, clods, nimrods, douches, weirdos, drama queens, overly sensitive crybabies, and people who think they are better, more important, and special than the rest of us. In one word, amateurs. Amateur Nation with Lou Santini. We call attention to and call out the amateurs, the people who are doing life wrong, the speed bumps of life, the people that are in your way every day, the unintelligent, obnoxious, attention-whoring, self-entitled, drama queen victim types who chip away at the moments of your life due to no self-awareness, common sense, manners, or social skills, and are disturbing the flow of the pros. Hi, Mom. Oh, hey, Lou. Amateur Nation. It's not just a podcast. It's a movement. This is episode 190. Pronouns and hoaxes and fears. Oh, my. And as we live amidst a nation that is divided, where pro-nation is largely ignored, maligned, censored, attacked, today's episode falls on the anniversary of 9-11. Never forget. Here's what's happening in Amateur Nation. Hit me! Topic number one. Have you heard? The new pronouns are in. Pardon the music in the background in this audio clip. That was already there by the person, there's a hint, who posted this enlightening video. Pencils ready? Let's talk about the pronouns per hers, which are new pronouns that anyone of any gender can use. Per hers pronouns are based off the word person, and they're basically pronounced in the same way. Let's practice with an example. If I were talking about someone who uses per hers pronouns, I might say, as soon as per introduced herself, I knew we'd be friends. Yeah, as soon as Per introduced Perself, I knew I was going to need bail money. I like the fact that this amateur says that these are pronouns anyone can use, as opposed to other pronouns that only certain people are allowed to use, or they're hard to use for some people. But these ones, they're just so versatile, anyone can do it. I mean, why stop at the vagaries there? Why not, instead of Per, Pers, how about human? No, wait, can't have the word man in there. Huper. A human person. Copyrighted. Trademarked. Start sending me checks, Amateur Nation, for I am now your god of pronouns. Folks, this stupidity will only continue as long as you continue to indulge and placate these mentally ill, nothing going on in their lives, the only thing that defines them are their stupid pronouns, amateurs. If anyone insists on you using their pronouns, simply say, no, that's your thing, not mine. And if they insist, then you reply, well, if I'm calling you they or per, then I insist you get all games of throne on me and call me your grace. I identify as royalty and want to be addressed as such. Sadly, amateurs would oblige you thinking, hey, this is progress. We're both playing the delusional game. And now it's a tie, which I love because who likes winning in competition? Oh, your little feelings party didn't work out, huh? Who won the hugging contest? No, let me guess. Everyone tied for first. Topic number two. Speaking of pronouns, this headline from usweekly.com. Dwayne Wade files motion to legally change transgender daughter Zaya's gender and name. Here's the article. Dwayne Wade, by the way, for those of you who don't know, Dwayne Wade was a uh, NBA player for the Miami Heat. Uh, Hall of Famer? 
I don't follow the NBA that much. I would say no. He was certainly a good player. I want to say he has a couple rings with LeBron, but I wouldn't call him a Hall of Famer. But, you know, I'm not an NBA expert. Uh, Dwayne Wade filed a motion to legally change his daughter Zaya's gender and name more than two years after the NBA star announced that she is transgender. Follow this closely. Wade, now 40, submitted legal documents that requested his child's name is officially changed from Zion Malachi uh, Aramis Wade to Zaya Malachi Aramis Wade, according to documents obtained by Us Weekly. The petition is only signed by Wade, not Zaya's mother, Siobhan Funches. The filing states that the athlete, quote, has full authority to make decisions on behalf of the petitioning minor, and he is not required to receive consent from Ms. Funches Wade. As a courtesy, Ms. Funches Wade has received notice of this petition. So, he, uh, by the way, Dwayne Wade is now currently married to Gabrielle Union, uh, a very mediocre actress. Uh, more on that in a second. And his baby mama, the mother of his son, Zion, she was not included in that decision-making process. The filing said that Dwayne Wade has full authority to make that decision on behalf of his son. Don't need both parents for that one. And by the way, Zion is 15. 15-year-old boy wants to legally change his name and gender. Now, call me crazy, but doesn't something that serious sound like something both parents should have to sign off on when it comes to something as serious as a sex change for a minor? Oh, oh wait, this is Amateur Nation. Fun fact, 70% of teens who have feelings of wanting to change their sex end up changing their minds. The article continues, first of all, me and my wife, Gabrielle Union, we are proud parents of a child in the LGBTQ community. And we're proud allies as well, Wade said on the Ella DeGeneres show, adding, we take our roles and our responsibilities as parents very seriously. During the appearance, Wade recalled the first time Zaya, 15, explained her experience as a transgender woman to him. She said, hey, so I want to talk to you guys. I'm thinking forward. I'm ready to, here it comes, live my truth. You can't say the words live my truth without putting your hand over your heart. Both hands, by the way. Living my truth and your head has to go to the side. And I want to be referenced as she and her. Oh my God, I can only imagine if I brought this up to my parents. Telling my parents, hey guys, I want to be known as she and her. All right, I'll see you later. Uh, she said, I would love for you guys to call me Zaya. And by the way, why is she calling her parents you guys? I mean, seriously, why can't you say I would love for you both? Or I, I just, what's with the you guys crap? Anyway, I, I'm, I'm splitting hairs here, but that makes me crazy. So Dwayne Wade said, now it's our job to one, go out and get information to reach out to every relationship that we have. That's, a, that's absolutely amateur nation. Our issue is now everyone's issue. This affects the world. We're just trying to figure out as much information as we can to make sure that we give our child the best opportunity to be her best self. So your knee-jerk response from your 15-year-old son who wanted to change his name and sex was to, well, just let this happen. Don't ask a myriad of questions to him. You know, not get him therapy. Let him meet with doctors to explain in detail the pre-surgery issues, the side effects from hormones, the surgery itself, and the post-surgery effects. Now, who knows? Maybe they did discuss this. But considering Dwayne Wade seems to be very forthright 
about how it all went down, you would think he would mention that. Like, hey, we discussed the the pre-surgery and the hormone replacement and the castration and the sex change and the post-surgery effects. And not to mention the other half of that where we're talking about changing your name and how that's going to affect things down the road. And also the fact that, hey, son, you might change your mind later. You might want to sit on this until you're through puberty or until you're 21 or at least 18. But I would say at least until you're through puberty. And do some other research saying, hey, 70% of teens change their mind. I don't know if that means they change their mind before or after they had sexual reassignment surgery or they identified as transgender or if it's before they jumped off the cliff, so to speak. Either way, right? They didn't discuss the effects of his aging body as it changes since puberty is now going to be totally screwed up. I remember I wanted this lime green dirt bike when I was about 13 or 14. I was old enough to drive a car yet. You know, I wanted this lime green dirt bike so bad. I can picture, I think it was like a YZ80 or something like a Yamaha. You know, I should have worded my plea differently like this. Hey, so I want to talk to you guys. I think going forward, I'm ready to live my truth. And I want to be referenced as a dirt bike rider. I would love for you guys to call me Lou, the dirt bike rider. Dirt bike rider Lou. That's what kept me from getting extra cookies during my after-school snack. I didn't push the living my truth angle. What parent wants to deny their kid their truth? Mom, Dad, this is Christmas, so to live my truth, I will need a new sled and baseball glove and soccer cleats. The article says the athlete also noted that it was a parent's job, quote, to listen, quote, to their children and to, quote, give them the best information that we can, the best feedback that we can, and that doesn't change because sexuality is now involved in it. Okay, I'll buy that. Yes, listen to your children, but you don't need to kowtow to their every whim, mood, or trend that they follow. Uh Uh-oh, all right, this just in. Parents don't have to do, respond to, comply, or adhere to everything their underage children ask. Trust me, I heard no way more than I heard yes when it came to requests. Not because my parents were mean. It it just, they took the situation. They realized we can't let every indulgence, because kids are, they're flighty. Kids, just whatever the the newest thing is, whatever the shiny thing is, whatever the popular thing is, that's what they want to do. And social media is not making any better. I mean, I heard no way more than I heard yes when it came to requests. Requests that were not nearly as serious as changing my sex and name. I do know if I had requested that, that streak would continue, followed by raucous laughter. Oh, by the way, sidebar, Gabrielle Union is to Dwayne Wade as Jada Pinkett Smith is to Will Smith. Hey, support the show by going to lucantini.com and clicking on the yellow donate button. And you can follow me on Truth Social, lucantini3, Instagram, lou.santini3, getter, at lucantini. And subscribe to Lou Santini Entertainment on Facebook and YouTube. Every Thursday is Sneak Peek Thursday with a 60-second video preview of what's to come this week. Topic number three is next. 
There's been an odd shift in human behavior over the last 15 plus years. A sense of entitlement. A constant need for attention. Ironically coupled with the need to be left alone. A desire to be treated the same as everyone else. Stupidly combined with the mindset of, I'm special, so treat me accordingly. Introducing the book, Amateur Nation. The Decline of Common Sense, Manners, and Social Skills. The second edition. Inside, you'll read the Amateur Mission Statement. The 30 Truths About Amateurs. The four stages of being an amateur. Amateur habitats and history. Social media plus me, me, me equals amateur. Technology and amateur behavior. With dozens of real funny photos, weird signs, and laugh out loud real life accounts and actual conversations vividly showing how us pros are surrounded by amateur nation every day. Download the expanded second edition of the ebook Amateur Nation, The Decline of Common Sense Manners and Social Skills. The second expanded edition, available now. Be a pro. Go to Amazon. Type Amateur Nation. Hey, pros, Lou Santini here. They're running out and half off. No amateurs, men's and women's t-shirts. Normally $22.95, now just $11.48. The men's tees are a soft, high-quality, pre-shrunk cotton poly blend in sport royal blue. Displaying the No Amateurs logo with the waving American flag set at the top. The women's tees are a lightweight, super soft, high-quality, pre-shrunk cotton poly blend in royal blue. And are fitted. Displaying the No Amateurs logo with the waving American flag. T-shirts just $11.48. Please add $6.95 for shipping and handling for all orders inside the U.S. Spend 50 bucks or more and your shipping is free. Available at lucantini.com slash shop. Be a pro. Say no to amateurs and order your half off no amateurs t-shirt today. Topic number three. Ah, electric cars. Quiet. Affordable. No pollution. Run free of charge with the electricity that just floats around in the air. Okay, so not so affordable. Average price, almost $62,000. Okay, some pollution. That is, in the manufacturing of the batteries during the extreme blight and trauma caused by mining rare earth minerals mined by slaves, many of them children, found mostly in China and the Middle East and some third world countries. Parts of the world known for their fair trade and business practices. Not to mention environmental safety standards. But it is cheaper than owning a gas vehicle. That is, if you keep it about 20 plus years. But your battery will die long before that. And that's about anywhere from $1,000 to $15,000 to replace, depending on which EV you could afford. Oh, and we have no idea on how to dispose of this unperfected tech yet. But they're quiet. And the tax credit. Well, let's not start sucking each other's dicks quite yet. Right. From the Daily Caller, listen to President Coloring Book and the host explaining the ins and outs of your next EV purchase. Should you be cursed with one? Talk about a lose-lose situation. Pay attention to the host's last line. Gives consumers a tax credit to buy electric vehicles or fuel cell vehicles of up to $7,500. Oddly enough, the qualifications listed in the bill will actually make it more difficult to buy an electric vehicle. Before this bill, there was kind of a blanket $7,500 tax credit for anyone who bought an electric vehicle. But in an attempt to close the loophole of giving millionaires and billionaires that same tax credit, the bill makes a majority of electric vehicles being sold in the U.S. today ineligible. You want to know what the percent of ineligible vehicles are? About 70%. On top of that, the vehicles that are eligible mostly can't cost $80,000 or more, or else they're ineligible too. Has anyone looked at how expensive electric vehicles are? And on top of that, if you as a single filing taxpayer make $75,000 or more, you are an 
eligible to get the tax credit. Basically, if you can afford an electric vehicle and might buy one, you don't get the tax credit. But if you can't afford the electric vehicle and therefore would get the tax credit, you're eligible. I'm not sure how this incentivizes green vehicles. Which, by the way, in most cases run on electricity generated by coal and fossil fuels. Still not convinced yet? Listen to Dan Crenshaw expose Amateur Nation's hypocrisy of electric vehicles. And again, that perfect final line. Yeah, so first of all, I don't feel sorry for for uh, any rich people who can't get their tax credit when they go buy their Tesla. Let's just get that off the table. But if we are going to have tax credits, I, I do like this. is This is a Republican uh, amendment into the bill that said, look, if, you, if you're going to have these tax credits in there, then the car manufacturer should at least be manufacturing these batteries with uh, majority American materials. And by 2029, 100 percent American uh, materials. And so. That is pretty difficult to do, and it and it what it does though is is exposes the hypocrisy and and, and frankly the, the 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 lack of thinking and, and analytical problem solving and that the Democrats engage in because what they do is they say look we want everybody to have electric vehicles we should be using an electrified grid we should be using solar panels and wind and everything will be wonderful. Well, okay, guess what? That takes materials. It takes rare earth minerals, and it takes a lot of them. It takes a lot more than it otherwise would for normal cars and normal oil and gas production. Well, do you want to, say, permit mines in the United States that would allow us to do that? And they say, oh, well, no, 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 no. We're going we're gonna to bog those down in environmental lawsuits and make sure they never happen. When this happened in the last six months when the Biden administration closed down the Twin Cities mine, which would have produced copper and nickel, the exact kind of things that we need if they want to, if they want to have the goals that they have. So they want all the things, but they don't want the things that make the things. And finally, did you see that California asked residents to avoid charging electric vehicles due to blackout risk? Days after unveiling the new gas car ban, because California wants to ban the sale of new gas-powered cars by 2035. By the way, California is the birthplace of hot rodding and has the most cars in the world for its size. And it's telling its residents to not charge their electric cars because their power grid can't handle it. I know Amateur Nation wants to shout, see, there's too many people, too much strain in our electric grid. Yeah, so hey, go solar and wind power since it's your savior, go all the way. It never occurred to you that making America dependent upon the rest of the world for oil and coal and rare earth minerals, that shutting down efforts to go nuclear, that those things haven't been done so that the powers that be can hoard the power for their only way to power the world. There's plenty of fossil fuels for all. They just don't want you to have access to it based on your individual needs. They want to have all of the energy sources so that they can control your movement and can track it. And control the vehicle that you need to live your life. Whomever has the energy source runs the table. Here's Tucker Carlson from Fox News saying what this podcast has been saying for years and what Pro Nation has known for just as long. Banning gasoline engines, which we've had for more than 100 years, which have completely defined modern society, and that if you're a normal person in this country and don't use the subway from the Upper West Side to Midtown every day, but actually drive like the overwhelming majority of Americans, this is the biggest change in your lifetime. Have you been consulted on it? Has there been a debate about it? No. All you hear is you must do this because it's good for the environment. But that's a lie. It's measurably a lie. 
electronic vehicles are terrible for the environment. Roger McGrath took the time to spell it out recently in Chronicles magazine. As he noted, supplying the materials necessary for the battery of an electric car alone, just the battery, requires, and we're quoting, processing using fossil fuels, of course, of at least 50 tons of ores. Ooh, it takes a lot of energy to process ore. A single battery for an electric car needs at least, quote, 30 pounds of lithium, 60 pounds of cobalt, 130 pounds of nickel, 90 pounds of copper, 190 pounds of graphite, and roughly 500 pounds of steel, aluminum, magnesium, plastic, and other materials, end quote, all of which are derived from mining. Oh, where's that mining going to take place? Well, in third world countries with no environmental regulations whatsoever. How is this good for the environment? Speak slowly so we can understand. And yet in California, under Gavin Newsom's new order, every vehicle would require those materials. Here's the problem. We don't have that much lithium or cobalt in the United States. Besides, they need all the energy focused in one place so they can fly their private jets, their yachts, and multiple gas-powered cars. Make no mistake, they're driving gas-powered limos and exotic cars. And don't forget their multiple mansions. But you, you do your part. That music can only mean one thing. It's time for a la carte. It's never been so obvious that Amateur Nation is scared of losing power during the midterms as it was during President Coloring Book's Hitler-esque speech, accusing pro-nation of the very things Amateur Nation is doing, ignoring the letter of the law, racism, violence, not understanding the Constitution. Biden's speech to what's left of the nation is the first time in my lifetime I have heard a president talk about a president who hasn't been in power for two years, which tells me he's scared and threatened by pro-nation. And it's also the first time I have ever heard a president attack American voters. So this unifying America is where exactly? By the way, there is no voter rights issue. Since when was any U.S. citizen unable to vote? What, because they're poor, uneducated, a minority, they're at work, they're serving overseas? If you buy into the idea that certain people just can't vote, you're beyond help. Funny how this was never an issue until Trump won the presidency. Now all of a sudden people don't know how or where to go or how to vote or they're denied a vote. Absolute fabrication. So inflation isn't President Coloring Book's fault. Gas prices, not his fault. The crime wave, nope, not his fault either. Small businesses decimated and the ones that remain can't hire anyone, not Joe's fault. The border crisis, that's not him. Military enlistment dropping, gotta be Russia. FBI abusing their power, gotta be those damn white supremacists. Food shortages and supply chain issues, definitely Ukraine. Tell me, amateur nation, with all the problems that we did not have until Joe Biden took office, tell me what exactly is his fault. And if he didn't cause the bad stuff, please list the good things. Human Eclipse slash Grammy winning artist Lizzo claimed to be oppressed during her MTV Video Music Awards speech. Uh, new rule, if you're getting an award for anything, you're not oppressed, unless it's oppressed person of the year. The Commie News Network recently tweeted, next time you... <laughs> I can't believe they posted this. Next time you stop at a gas station, think of it as a $100 a month tax cut or maybe a $100 a month raise. Don't piss down my back and tell me it's raining. In other news, 2 plus 2 equals 5. 
Headline, Mark Zuckerberg says waking up every morning as CEO of Meta is like being punched in the gut. Hey, multi-billionaire, you have no problems. If you have any problems, it's the price you paid when you sold your soul to Satan and censored and sold America's privacy. And I'm glad that girl in college never had sex with you. And you know she is. How about you let some random Americans punch you in the gut every morning to see if your simile is accurate? I know I could scrounge up some volunteers. I call first. One of Satan's minions, Emperor of California Gavin Newsom, got kicked in the nuts recently when it was discovered his in-laws gave money to Florida Governor Ron DeSantis' PAC and moved from California to Florida during the pandemic. No! Oh, wow, another bulletin. The National Institutes of Health, the NIH, suddenly has ivermectin as a way to beat COVID. How about that? Time now for three pro things. Three things that are done right. Number one. (laughs) Speaking of men who scream like girls, from redstate.com, here's your headline. Study links left-wing politics to lower testosterone. Sometimes I wonder if I have ovaries in my scrotum. Here's the article. A report from the National Pulse, a hormonal investigation has unearthed an interesting find. If you raise a man's testosterone levels, he becomes more politically conservative. Through the 2012 election season, 136 voting age males were studied. And sure enough, there was a link between man juice and poll booth persuasion. For the experiment, some participants were given a placebo while the others uh, received the real thing. Over time, their politics were tracked. When weekly uh, affiliated Democrats received additional testosterone, the strength of their party fell by 12% and they reported 45% warmer feelings toward Republican candidates for president. On top of that, the most ardent Democrats were shown to be the least Arnold Schwarzenegger-ish. Before the testosterone treatment, we found that weekly affiliated Democrats had 19% higher basal testosterone than those who identified strongly with the party. The study continues, reiterating the the correlation between individuals with lower testosterone having left-wing political beliefs. I'll make it very simple for you, ladies. Why would you date an amateur when you could date a professional? Number two. This post from the Clay County Sheriff's Office in which state? I'm unclear because I looked it up and there are several Clay Counties in what's left of America. The state is unimportant. Okay, it came from Clay County Sheriff's Office. But the racist math is. Listen to this. Did you know, with a combined salary of the 87,000 new armed IRS agents, which is 81,456 average annual salary, you could put a police officer who has an average salary of $55,117. Is that not a topic for another discussion right here? How is a police police officer, what, uh, $26,000 less in salary than an IRS agent? Okay, let me just start that over. With the combined salary of the 87,000 new IRS agents, you could put a police officer in every public school in the nation. 97,568 public schools and still have 31,007 police officers or 1,709,012,819 left over. And the article in the post says, now, you know, they're not interested in safety or security. 
They're after you. Number three. Let's end on the foundation of this podcast. Common sense, shall we? This post from at Liberty Guard official on Instagram. Leftist activists can come to your house with bullhorns, film you in the bathroom, loot your business, burn police stations. The FBI does nothing. But if conservative parents raise their voices at a school board meeting, they're hunted down as terrorists. The law is dead. If I read your email to me on the air, you get a free No Amateurs t-shirt. Follow me on Truth Social, Lou Santini 3. Instagram, Lou.Santini 3. Getter, at Lou Santini. Subscribe on Facebook and YouTube at Lou Santini Entertainment. No Amateurs tees are now half off while sizes and supplies last. Amateur Nation is not just a podcast, it's a movement. Remember, amateurs, we see you. You're not at home. Don't do life wrong. Go pro. Don't be an amateur. For Amateur Nation, I'm Lou Santini, and this has been a big major production. And once again, it's 9-11. Never forget. Thanks, Lou. We'll see you next week.